we always talk about work-life balance. I don't know that we can ever really achieve true balance. Sometimes work is going to take over. Sometimes life is going to take over. And we're just kind of trying to hopefully achieve something in the middle where we can, you know, feel like what we're doing is sustainable. Welcome to the Sawyer Vet Now What, the podcast. This is a show that serves as your audio mentor in your journey as a veterinarian. And each week, our awesome host, Dr. Mariah McCauley, will be bringing you insightful, short-form interviews with happy, successful vets who are eager to share their career and clinical tips to make your life easier. So whether you're a final year vet student or a recent graduate, this podcast is your trusted companion on the pathway to success in veterinary medicine. Over to you, Mo. Welcome back to So You're a Vet, Now What? I'm your host, Dr. Mariah McCauley. As a new grad, you spend every day in practice trying to learn as much as you can and likely also spending most of your time away from the clinic thinking about your cases. You see your colleagues talk about finding a work-life balance, but you just don't know how that's even possible right now. Well, in today's episode, we talk with Dr. Danielle Alleman about this question and provide you with the tools to achieve true work-life balance in your day-to-day as a veterinarian. So let's dive into it. Well, Dr. Danielle Alleman, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am really looking forward to today's episode. It's going to be jam-packed full of information, packed into a 10 to 15-minute episode. And so to give people a little bit more of a background of who is actually talking to us today, you have quite the repertoire when it comes to your experience, both as a veterinarian and as a speaker. I mean, right now you are the director of Mentor Vets Connect, um, which helps pair new grads with AVMA members. And you're also currently working towards your MS in psychology and your veterinary human support certification, which provides education for animal-related professionals on the four areas of veterinary social work. So I feel like you are probably one of the best people to talk to when it comes to this topic. And so I feel like as a new grad, you've become a vet. Every day, you are just bombarded by new cases, new clients, new conversations, etc., And you're giving over like a really large part of your life and yourself to get up to speed as a new grad. And there's that question of how do you create that separation between your work and the rest of your life when during that first year, it feels like everything is work. But a lot of new grads, they have that question of like, how do I find balance between work and life? And I guess the bigger question of does that exist And how do you find some semblance of that? So I'll turn the question over to you. How would you approach that question if your mentee came to you with it? Yeah, I think that's a really good question and something that, to be quite honest, even six years into practice, I'm still always trying to navigate and figure out because, you know, we always talk about work-life balance. I don't know that we can ever really achieve true balance. Sometimes work is going to take over. Sometimes life is going to take over and we're just kind of trying to hopefully achieve something in the middle where we can, you know, feel like what we're doing is sustainable. I would say, you know, when I first graduated and entered practice, first of all, I had moved across the country and was in a completely new location, new job, didn't have family or friends nearby. 
And that made it very, very easy for me to just focus absolutely everything on work because I didn't really know, you know, I didn't have any other friends or family to spend time with. I didn't really know what my hobbies were necessarily outside of veterinary medicine. I hadn't really done a great job at focusing on that during school. And so when I graduated, I just, I knew myself as that one dimensional veterinarian and and really nothing else. So I think if anyone's asking that question as a new graduate, like you've already taken a step in the right direction of realizing that you want to have some balance between, you know, your career as veterinarian and then you're outside the rest of your life. For me, it was just really rediscovering what I like to do. I know that sounds silly, but if someone asked me after graduation, what do you like to do for fun? I kind of just stared at them blankly. I really didn't have any hobbies that weren't animal related. Not that those are like, you know, bad. Some people are into other hobbies that are animal related, but I really had nothing outside of veterinary medicine. I was like, always made the offhand joke of like, oh, veterinarians are supposed to have hobbies. Ha ha ha. And it was like (laughs) my way of deflecting the question of like, I really don't know what I like to do. I have no idea. And so the first couple of years were really about like, what are the things that I've always wanted to do, but maybe had never had the time or opportunity to do during school or, you know, all the years we've spent trying to get our veterinary degree. And for me, that was like, I mean, I tried everything, even if it's something like just try something new once a month or something like that, just because I really had to learn what I liked. I mean, I, I did everything from like went out and learned how to like solo hike and solo backpack to like I got a cross stitching subscription. Wow. (laughs) I know (laughs) where they would like ship it to my house and I've had like a fun design every month. I was just like, I'm just, I want to know what I like. And like, I just, I really don't know. And now for me, what has really taken over is I live in the Pacific Northwest and the outdoors are really what grounds me outside of work. And so it is just for me amazing how I can be on a ski trip or hiking trip or something like that. And I mean, my mind couldn't be further from work. I'm just thinking about what I'm doing and where I am and my surroundings. And for me, that's balance Mm -hmm. of like, I can be at work and I can really be involved in what I'm doing and engaged in practice. But then I can also step away from work and I can go do this other thing that I really like. That's a completely different area of my life and find a way for those to mix together. Because that can sometimes be hard too. Sometimes you're tired from working and so it's hard to get outside and then I'm tired from outside and it's tired, you know, tired going to work. But so that's the part that's always a work in progress. But yeah, my advice would be just like, find out what you like, find out what you're passionate about outside of the profession. Doesn't matter what it is. Work hard, play hard. Try it all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I guess the answer to that question is, does a balance exist? Yes. What that balance looks like is going to be a little bit different for everybody. For some, it might be like a complete black and white type of thing where if you leave work, like your phone is off, like you don't touch it, you don't think about it, nothing. Whereas others might have a bit more of like a symbiotic relationship, which I guess to a degree, that's what you have where it's work allows you to go and do the things that you really, really enjoy. But then doing the things that you really enjoy helps provide the brain space and the mental capacity and the physical capacity to then do work. So the two of them kind of play off of each other. 
But I really love what you said in the beginning about just trying to figure out what it is that you enjoy. Because again, like we've just spent four years thinking, doing everything veterinary. Like that is your entire existence um, and where you find, in a way, your value to a degree. I feel like we have that kind of ingrained in us that like, I'm a vet student, that is everything that I am. And then you graduate and you're like, so now what? <laughs> like, I'm not just a veterinarian. Where do I find my validation? And where do I find who I am as a person? And quite honestly, it's probably not going to be as the veterinarian. Like, that very well could be it. So kind of having that sit down with yourself and saying, well, what do I like to do when I'm not being a veterinarian? And for you, that meant exploration in so many different aspects of the word, like trying the cross stitch. And for some people, I know they get into pottery and then others are very outdoorsy. Like there really is no wrong answer, but the best answer is to just try. And so what then would you say, because the other side of this question, I feel like is other than how do I balance my work and my life is how do I still leave work at work? Like the two of those questions are pretty well intertwined. And as new grads, it can be so hard to literally have like Mrs. Jones cat that has the renal disease and you've made a plan for them and then you leave work and you know Mrs. Jones is worrying about her cat, thinking about her cat. And you're thinking about her cat because this is the first time you've probably put that action plan into motion. You don't know what the outcome is really going to be. You don't have that caseload, so you're constantly worrying about it. So how does providing that work-life balance, how does that allow you to leave work at work? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think that takes some time. Like when you first graduate, you're going to spend a lot of time thinking about Mrs. Jones's cat and that's okay. <laughs> that means you care. What I wouldn't advise is what I did, which is check Mrs. Jones's cat, you know, the blood work on the IDEX website on your day off. And then if Mrs. Jones emails you, have your work email on your phone so that you're answering that. Like there are some very simple things of just like, don't invite the temptation. <laughs> yes. That can be helpful. And sometimes it's like, oh, but I just, I won't check it. No, you will check it if it's there. So just kind of doing some of those, kind of setting up some hard boundaries, just like, I'm not going to put my work email on my phone. I'm not going to have the password saved for, you know, Vet Connect Plus on my laptop and check it at home, you know, that kind of thing. And just as a start and then, you know, figure out your way to process that stress or maybe you write it down, maybe you share it with a friend and then just do something that takes your mind off of work in general. I find that's what works for me. Like I know a few weeks ago, I went on a ski trip and I was pretty stressed out about work before I left. And when I was on the ski trip, it was like, I didn't think about work once because <laughs> I was so focused on what I was doing and I was learning a new skill. It was like a ski mountaineering course. And so all of my focus and energy and attention was in that new skill that I was learning. And afterwards, I was like, oh, that was really, that was good. Like I needed to shift my brain away. That's how I can leave work at work is sometimes you have to be so ingrained in something else or so involved yeah, in something like else you that there's flow no state, right? Yeah. Yeah. That flow state that everyone talks about, which like, I guess for people who don't know, like what is flow state? I think of it as kind of just like, oh, it's, it is kind of hard to explain, right? but you're just kind of like lost in the moment of like doing something. So whether you're 
if you've ever like started a task and then you get so involved in it and you look up and it's been an hour and you have no idea where the time just went, I feel like that's flow state. And whether that's like you're running or you're biking or you're painting or you're skiing, like reading something. or it doesn't matter what it is. But when you're so involved in this other mm-hmm. activity, that time just seems to fly by. Yeah. That's the activity to hold on to. <laughs> yes. And it like honestly like frees up your mind a little bit more like all that baggage that you feel like you're carrying on through the course of the day. It kind of it gets lighter and kind of falls away. So finding something in your work life balance that provides that opportunity to really have a flow state is going to provide you with a better mental health, I guess, is the outcome of that one. So I feel like that's a pretty good place to kind of wrap up that big question. So if you are a new grad or a recent grad who is really kind of struggling with this, how do I create work-life balance? Honestly, first off, you're asking the question. That's great. Second off, start trying things if you don't know what you enjoy. And third, like have a little bit of accountability, like reach out to your friends, to your family, say, hey, I want to not do work right now, like in those conversations even. So that way they can reach out to you and you can reach out to them, find things to do together that are not veterinary related. And that in itself will help you create a better work-life balance. Or if you like the word symbiosis, that's kind of my favorite one when it comes to those two things. But hopefully that can help you create a new pattern for as you go through the rest of your career as a veterinarian. So with that, I will say, Danielle, thank you so much for joining us today. I learned a lot and hopefully this is helpful for our new grads as well. Thank you so much. All right. Well, until next week, guys. See ya. So that's it for another show. Thank you so much to Dr. Mariah and her guests for today's tips. And if you're interested in learning more about what we do to support early stage vets in their careers, then check out my book, Sorry Vet Now What? or Non-Clinical Skills Training Class of the same name. Until next time, take care. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.